plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Good morning, guys. So welcome back to Food as School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. How did you like the last episode about habit building? Did you get a chance to use some of the tips that we discussed yesterday to start building your healthy eating, your exercise habits? Today, we will repeat again, repetition is the mother skill, really fast, those tips, uh, the main concept to help you to build habits in any area of your life. And you know, guys, goals are great for direction, to understand where you're going in your life when you make certain choices, when they, when you make certain decisions. Uh, but goals will not bring you to the destination. Habits will. What you do every single day, what you do consistently, that will create your life and that will create the person that you got to live. So habits, habit building, probably one of the most important life skills that anyone should master and must master if you want to, if you want to be successful in anything you do in life. So habits. First, make it obvious. And that includes things like scheduling the behavior that you want to get consistent at. It's obvious, guys. Uh, If you don't schedule it, if you don't organize your day to to include that behavior, you're not going to do it just, uh, you know, on at the moment when you remember that you decided to do that thing. You got to put it in your schedule. You got to probably, especially at the beginning, dedicate a little bit more time to organizing that habit uh, before you actually do it. So to make it clear to your mind and to yourself that you're serious about building certain habit, like for example, eating your salad every day, then you got to schedule it. You got you to gotta organize your day, your life a little bit about it, especially at the beginning when you're building it. So, uh, you know, buy those vegetables, decide that you're going to eat more vegetables before each of your meals. Uh, or if you decided that you want to work out more consistently, then schedule your workout, know exactly when you're doing it, 
what you do, how you do it, so there is no decision making involved than you when you actually have to do it. Uh, okay, so make it obvious. Another thing is stacking the habit that you want to do with the habits that you already do. Like for example, if you want to start working out consistently, then uh, try to schedule some easy. A simple workout right right after, for example, you take a shower in the morning or you brush your teeth. So, um, especially great if you put out the clothes that you are going to wear to work out. So, brush your teeth, work out, continue with your day. And then, of course, create the environment that supports those goals and make it obvious to your brain, to your mind, that this is the thing that you will do now consistently. So, maybe put some uh, flyers or some pictures, some workout routines on your walls to remind yourself that you decided to work out, for example, consistently, or put some pictures and recipes with the new healthy dishes made from vegetables that you're going to try to make eating vegetables more fun and more um, adventurous. So make it obvious. Stack habits, schedule it, uh, build your environment around it. Second, make it attractive. So schedule some reward or some behavior that you really like, that you want to do, that you do uh, without any kind of reminders. Like, for example, if you love uh, checking your social media from time to time, then schedule it right after that other habit that you want to start. So, for example, if you want to start working out, then schedule some social media right after it. Uh, Or, for example, if you want to eat... more vegetables, then right after vegetables, maybe allow yourself to have a piece of uh, dark chocolate. But of course, don't make the reward uh, cross out everything you just did, all all your effort that you did building your new habit in the first place. Uh, So make it attractive. Another way to make it attractive is to uh, get around people who already do that behavior, people that you admire, people that you love hanging out with. Uh, So get a gym buddy or uh, join some online support group where you discuss your new habits and the best way to do it, the most fun ways to do it. People like us do things like this, as a very famous marketer and storyteller Seth Godin uh, likes to say. Uh, So get around people that already do what you want to do. That's going to make it attractive because we love hanging out with people who love doing things like us. And then reframe what the behavior that you want to do every day is. So, So it doesn't sound like like something you have to do. So it sounds more like something you want to do. Like instead of uh, telling yourself, or I have to work out again, tell yourself, or I get to build my new beach body for this vacation or summer, or I get to build a six pack eating my vegetables every day, something like that. So make it attractive. Number two. Number three, make it easy, guys. So Really, this is probably the mistake that most of us are guilty of. Trying to become the fittest man every single workout or woman, uh, try to do the most hardcore diet when you decide to eat healthy, doing some complicated calculations of macros and calories or intermittent fasting for like 23 hours a day and eating just one meal a day. We just tend to think that if we make it 
the like fanciest thing, the hardest thing that we somehow gonna change all of a sudden and be able to do it, even though we fail to do things that are much, much easier for so long. So it's it doesn't work, guys. Uh, for most of us, it will never work unless you have really, really like huge motivation, like you're dying or something and you need to make this thing happen. You're not going to be able to stick with the behavior from the beginning that is very complicated and requires uh, a lot of additional energy. So make it easy, the easiest thing to, that moves you toward the progress that you seek makes it the easiest first step that you're going to do daily. So when you work out, try to choose the, uh, the the gym that is the closest to you or um, even better, buy some dumbbells and really basic equipment for home so you don't have to even go out and it's always there and you have no excuses. You can even do it uh, in the dark. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to, so you, so your mind is completely off. Uh, if you want to start eating healthier, again, start with the easiest thing, like add more vegetables to every one of your meal. Don't try to like calculate macros and be ketogenic and do intermittent fasting and all of it at the same time. Don't be that, uh, because you're going to fail and, and you, and that's going to, undermine your self-belief and self-confidence like nothing else and you will think or you know i'm such a failure i cannot accomplish anything i cannot stick with anything just make it easy and then move forward a little bit and then move forward a little bit more um make it easy guys and then um make it make sure that your environment helps you too so if you decided to eat more vegetables buy more vegetables and keep them in the fridge if you decided to eat more fatty fish then buy in bulk that fatty fish and make those cans of sardines uh, obvious everywhere put them everywhere in your kitchen uh, so just do make it easy guys the easier the better the but so it still moves you towards your goal, even a very tiny step at a time. Don't go backwards. Move forward all the time, even if a little bit. So those are the most important points. Make it obvious. Make it attractive. Make it easy. Don't work against yourself, guys. Work with yourself. Uh, try to uh, make a friend out of your mind, not your enemy. Um, so that's uh, it for uh, our habits. And the rest uh, of this episode of the podcast, I'm going to answer some interesting questions that I got over the past few days from all of my social media or Quora or my website and email. So first question, is fasting healthy way to lose weight or will it slow my slow down my metabolism. So fasting, intermittent fasting, uh, you know, uh, five two fasting, uh, fasting f for day and then eating normally. There are so many kinds of, so many different kinds of fasting, and guys, fasting yes, it has the potential to slow down your metabolism, but only if you overdo it. If you do fasting intermittently, meaning, for example, you uh, fast so many hours during the day or you fast every other day or whatever it is you decide to do, you got to do it intermittently. And when you don't fast, you need to provide enough nutrition, calories included, 
for your body so your body doesn't switch into starvation mode and the body will not go into starvation mode if when you eat you supply enough nutrition and you cannot always be uh under uh you under eating for prolonged period of time you know if you don't eat enough of calories and nutrition, even for three, four weeks consistently without no break, then yes, your metabolism might slow down a lot. And the more you do it, the more there is a chance that that your metabolism will slow down and will slow down for a long time before it restores to normal. And we don't want to slow down our metabolism because if our metabolism is slowed down, then we're not going to be able to absorb as much nutrition as we need for uh, the best health, for the best energy, uh, for the best performance, mental and physical. We need to eat a certain amount of nutrition, certain amount uh, of food without running the risk of getting fat and um, constantly you know, putting on weight and then being on a diet again. So you want to, if anything, you want your metabolism to be optimum. And that you do by fasting and then feasting. But when I when I say feasting, it doesn't mean you, you got to overeat. It just means to supply enough nutrition uh, for your body. And that's going to be different for each of us. You know, it depends on your age, depends on your lifestyle, depends on your exercise routine. But fasting, guys, is probably one of the safest and most healthiest uh, way and healthiest way to lose weight and maintain healthy weight and maintain health and great metabolism. But you need to do it intermittently. So that's the thing that you want to remember. Um, The second question, what is the best diet for someone who eats a lot? And, you know, sometimes it's hard to answer questions without having more details. But here I assume I assume that the person likes uh, big meals, like I do too. I hate small meals. I would never be able to survive and be uh, mentally healthy and calm and, and at peace uh, doing whatever I need to do during my day, having those, you know, five, six small meals. I'll be hungry all the time. But I'm okay eating even less food, but in one or two big meals that actually uh, fill fill up my stomach by volume too, uh, not just uh, by the amount of calories or by by the amount of nutrients that I get over the course of the day. So uh, if you're like that person or like me who likes big meals, so here's what you should do to avoid overeating, especially overeating on the wrong stuff and just, you know, constantly putting on weight because there is a limit to what, to the amount of food that you can eat even if you are healthy and not have any weight gain issues. So first, lots of non-starchy vegetables for for volume. The reason I love vegetables so much and especially I love my big salad because they really fill your stomach and you feel full. And if in that same meal you provide the proteins, the essential fatty acids, essential fats, then you're more likely to stay full for a long, long time. So load up on non-starchy vegetables for volume before each and every meals that you eat. Then also load up on protein-rich and whole foods with always healthy fats to, again, to feel full and stay full for longer. 
and whenever you eat whole food, whole foods that are rich in protein and rich in natural healthy fats, it's naturally gonna fill you up and uh, you won't need as much food as you thought you need. So make sure that to eat your vegetables, make sure to include protein-rich foods, at least 30 grams per meal, depends uh, how many meals you have. So the less meals you have, the more protein per meal you need to have. And then healthy fats, don't eat fat-free. That's just gonna keep you hungry and wanting more food all the time. So lots of vegetables, non-starchy vegetables, protein-rich whole foods with naturally occurring fats. Um, And yeah, just load up on those big meals and then the rest of the diet, they go with your natural hunger. Um, What I mean by that is eat healthy, eat the volume according to this formula that I've just told you and see how full it makes you feel. And if for some reason you still feel hungry, then maybe add a little bit more vegetables. Maybe add a little bit more whole food, protein-rich foods like meats, like fish, like eggs. Uh, Maybe add a little bit more um, healthy fats from whole foods like avocados, like nuts and seed. Uh, And build your meals around those whole foods. They give you volume. They give you essential proteins, essential fatty acids. And that's how I would eat and take it from my personal experience, guys. I love huge meals, and this kind of uh, formula diet allows me to have my huge meals and feel completely satisfied the rest of the day without having to worry about five, six, those tiny meals that never satisfy you. Okay, next question. Uh, Next question is about senior nutrition. Because of high fat, is the keto diet, ketogenic diet, for those of you who don't know, is diet with high fat, low carbohydrates, moderate amount of protein. Um, so 70-80% of your calories come from fats, uh, but most of your, basically most of your uh, calories comes from fats, but the most important part is uh, you're burning fat for fuel and you produce ketone bodies that are alternative energy source to glucose. So is this diet safe because of high fat for seniors? Well, first of all, guys, understand that when we get older, we start uh, metabolizing everything kind of worse, but especially carbohydrates and uh, any kind of added sugars, any kind of processed grains, much, much worse. So lowering your carbohydrates is a really, is a really, really great idea for a senior or anyone uh, after 30, like guys, believe me, that's that's the thing. Uh, and then fats. Fats are actually really good for you, especially the right kind of fats, the variety of right kinds of fats from uh, whole foods, natural foods. So what I mean by that is having monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats from fatty fish, from avocados, from olive oil and olives, along with uh, some good amount of saturated fats from whole food sources from healthy animals uh, and uh, uh, butters or oils like avocado uh, oil or cacao butter. Um, For anyone for heart health and artery health, I would recommend to eat more plant-based fats, but of course not 
things like canola oil or soybean oil that are highly uh, processed fats and they're very unstable and very pro-inflammatory. Um, so uh, when it comes to high-fat diet, ketogenic diet for anyone and for seniors too, of course, I would recommend, again, variety of fats. Most of them should come from whole food sources uh, and no vegetable oils, of course, no margarine and fake fats, they, like get rid of that as soon as possible. Uh, avocados, macadamia nuts, olives, olive oils, fatty fish, wild fatty fish, with a lot of mega-3s like sardines, like wild salmon, like herring. Um, so those are all amazing and you can be on a fat, high fat, on a keto diet and that's going to make your health only only better. But of course, you know, there are some cases then you might not thrive on high-fat diet and maybe your genetics are not exactly a perfect or ideal for high-fat diet. Um, and also don't forget to eat variety of vegetables, no matter who you are, no matter how old you are, um, that will improve and help with any conditions on any diet. So a lot, a lot of vegetables, variety of healthy fats from whole food sources, uh, especially monounsaturated, polyunsaturated fats from avocados, olives, fatty fish, macadamia nuts, uh, and um, yeah, whole eggs, of course, too, and some meat are also great, but uh, try to get most of your fats as monounsaturated, polyunsaturated from whole food sources. And then kind of fun question, uh, what is the person following Kikita diet concerned about avoiding the most? Kind of fun, because Probably if you're on a keto diet and you want to stay in ketosis, burning fat and having ketone bodies uh, in your blood, then you want to avoid glucose and insulin spikes. This is more of like geeky questions, question, guys. So uh, forgive me if you don't understand all the terms. But yeah, if you're on a keto diet, you want to avoid glucose and insulin spikes. You don't necessarily want to avoid certain foods, even though that's, of course, an issue because certain foods like, for example, highly processed carbohydrates, highly processed sugars, highly processed grains, um, but also fructose and a lot of carbohydrates will cause glucose and insulin spikes more or less for, um, you know, quite a big portion of the population. Uh, so yeah, if you're on a keto diet, you want to avoid glucose and insulin spikes and, and whatever causes that. Uh, a lot of stress, a lot of cortisol also causes that. Uh, highly intense workouts can cause that too, of course. So uh, um, under sleeping, uh, that also, again, increases cortisol and increases your um, stress. So that's it for today, guys. I uh, hope you found uh, these questions and habit building repetition uh, useful. Uh, if you have any questions, if you have some of your questions that you uh, would like me to answer or have my perspective or uh, on, or maybe uh, give you some links or resources or research on a particular subject, uh, I do a lot of uh, studying every single day. So uh, shoot me email to Angela at Create Yourself that today. Also, you can schedule your Skype call with me where I can answer your questions much, much uh, faster. It's com it's complimentary for you. You can schedule it using the link in the show notes. Uh, on Friday, guys, we're going to do a, an episode masterclass on labels again with a little bit updates uh, 
from me that I've recently learned about so labels, how to read nutrition labels, how to read labels on your favorite foods and products and what you should pay attention to, what you shouldn't really care about at all and that just uh, distracts you from the essential and important information and that's going to be kind of around the world episode meaning uh, I'm going to look at different labels around the world and uh, the similarities and differences that they have Um, so that's going to be Friday and tomorrow we will have uh, an episode kind of mix of things uh, a little bit about uh, healthy food brands and a little bit uh, from my friends who is modern uh, longevitarian, basically person who dedicates a lot of time to practices that uh, potentially can increase um, longevity and uh, life and health span. So some curious and interesting things. So stay tuned and as always, eat better daily.